Greetings and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By, where each week we explore current events from a biblical and prophetic worldview to learn how God wants us, His people, to respond so we can partner with Him to see His will done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm Pam Christian, your host, with the assignment from God to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and experience all the hope truth provides. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Is it any wonder then that the father of all lies, known as Satan, works overtime to deceive God's people and prevent us from operating in the truth, freedom, authority, and power we have in Christ Jesus? Satan has always worked to prevent Christians from understanding the authority and power we have in Christ, and perhaps he has never been more successful than he has been in our lifetime. To start, let me ask you, how important is freedom of speech? In the process of discovering truth, how important is respectful debate in the public square? How important is truth for societies to flourish? What role does truth play in civil advancement? How important is truth in a court of law, in a marriage, and in business partnerships? If you believe freedom of speech and truth are essential elements to a civilized society, then you need to make your voice heard. To be silent in these days is to promote lies and deception, which lead to destruction and death of all kinds. As you probably know, much has happened recently that is clearly turning the tide where government propaganda and media censorship are being exposed. In the past, I was put in Twitter jail for expressing truth claims even though I cited my researched sources. Twitter has allowed me out, but now LinkedIn states my account with them is permanently suspended. In addition to this podcast, I'm very active on social media, and now LinkedIn has permanently banned my account, stating I have violated their posting guidelines. I have ever and only posted truth with source information cited. So I need your help, not only to get my account reinstated, but to speak up for the sake of freedom of speech, for the ultimate purpose of allowing all people to discover truth. If you have a LinkedIn account, please go to your page and post a note that says, Pam Christian is one of the people I follow on social media and or her podcast. Her LinkedIn account has been banned and she requests all of her connections to find her on other platforms. She's on Twitter, Facebook, Gab, Blessed to Teach, and Truth Social. And you'll find her at either PL Christian or Pam Christian. I don't know if you're posting that on your page will get my account reinstated, but it should help me get some of the people who I followed and who followed me on LinkedIn to be able to connect elsewhere. To make it easy for you to help me, I have the statement that you can just copy and paste in the show notes and stick it on your LinkedIn page. And of course, add any of your own personal statements that you want. But my thoughts are, if LinkedIn won't support an environment for respectful public debate, then we should take our business elsewhere. I really don't want to lose touch with the thousands of people I connected with on LinkedIn, so you posting will potentially help me help us all to stay connected with like-minded people. In my written appeal to LinkedIn, I wrote, quote, I'm again writing to appeal your decision to permanently ban my account. When I've posted information of interest to my followers, I have always provided source citation. I have never knowingly posted anything that is misleading or posted inaccurate information. I realize we are living in times with great philosophical and ideological differences. I am not part of any groups that promote violence or hate. I am doing all I can to help people everywhere discover and live in truth. 
No one wants to live their life on the basis of lies, and no one likes to be lied to. No one can say they have the corner on truth. Truth is a process of discovery, and respectful conversations promote that discovery. We will not all agree on all matters at all times, but one thing we can agree with is the importance for an environment that promotes the discovery of truth. Please reconsider your decision and reinstate my account. End quote. What do you think? Will it work? And if any of you know a better way to help get my account reinstated, I ask you to please contact me. But understand, I won't do any of the unethical ways that people have gone about getting their account reinstated. In an odd way, my experience with LinkedIn is actually a good backdrop for us to consider the mess our world is in today. Today's program is the first in a series of programs intended to very specifically instruct, equip, and engage the church, Christ's bride, to subdue the works of darkness, to take back the land we've surrendered. And for us to understand, the nations are Christ's inheritance. We are to be workers of the harvest, to gather the people of all nations to Christ. We must get engaged with what God is doing now. For many years, I have believed and expressed the reason the world is in the dreadful condition it's in is because the church has been lulled asleep, has been silent, and has been disengaged from its earthly mission. Jesus told his followers to occupy until he returns, and clearly, we have failed in doing so. We have bought into the enemy's lies and deceptions to limit the operations of the Christian community to the confines of the four walls of the church buildings. We've bought into the idea of the separation of church and state, wrongly interpreted to mean the church is not to be involved in government. In reality, Thomas Jefferson's original use of that phrase was to express government is not to be involved in the church. The enemy always twists truth into lies and deceptions, and had the church been alert and on watch according to Christ's instructions, we would not be in the mess we're in today worldwide. Some people have cited world events, especially since early 2020, believing them to be the last days as outlined in Matthew chapter 24, 2 Timothy 3 verses 1 to 9, and of course the book of Revelation. There are similarities. However, this is because the enemy of God has attempted to advance God's timeline and bring about his reign and rule before God's appointed time. I have said all along, we're not living in the years of the tribulation recorded in the book of Revelation. I understand there have been many dreadful events and circumstances that make it appear we're living in the last days, but this is yet another deception of the enemy. I've expressed in several previous podcasts that the enemy has been attempting to accelerate God's timeline to achieve world dominance as revealed in the Bible, but this is not the time. While the enemy has tried to create his perfect storm, God has been using his evil schemes to produce good, to wake the church up, and have us realize how dangerously close we came to being overcome by the enemy and to cause the church, that is, all of us who are genuine Christ followers, to rise up, take our rightful place, and take back what we've allowed the enemy to have. For decades upon decades, the church has allowed herself to be marginalized and made impotent, which has given way for all sorts of evil to advance within all the seven mountains of society, to advance in every aspect of our cultures. We have very sadly allowed the name of Christ to be brought low and severely disrespected and even trashed. Let us not forget God says his judgment begins with the house of the Lord, 1 Peter 4.17. And where else should it begin? since the church was commissioned by Christ to occupy until he returns. 
Jesus made clear he has all authority and power, and he has given that to us, his church, to successfully carry out our assignment. It's very clear in Matthew 28, 18-20, where Jesus' own words are recorded instructing us, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We are not living in the last of the last days, but even if we were, Christ promised he would be with us to the end. But by God's endless grace and mercies, we are living in the beginning of a new era leading up to the last days. In February and March of 2020, Johnny Inlow explained we had entered into the kingdom age where we will see much more of God's will done on earth as it is in heaven. We are living in the days where Jesus is restoring his church for his name's sake and all for the glory of God. The church, or better stated, the ecclesia, is once again being given a new chance, a new beginning. May we get it right this time because I sense this is the last opportunity we have to fulfill our assignment before Christ returns for his bride, another name given to all genuine Christ followers. Genuine Christians who comprise the ecclesia must be making ourselves ready for Christ's return. In restoring the church, Jesus is also restoring the nations. Jesus is not returning to rescue a weak, feeble, and fearful bride. No, he returns for a bride who has made herself ready, spotless and courageous and pure. We read that in Revelation 1, verses 7 to 8. If as a Christian you have felt weak, vulnerable, lost, and victimized, it's because you have listened to the lies of the enemy over the voice of God. If you are not a Christian, but you now realize you've been lied to and deceived, by those in positions of leadership with government, education, media, business, and including the medical world, you are actually hearkening to the voice of God. If you are a Christian and you sense the urgency of the times, then you must listen to the voice of God to know what you are being called to do in partnership with God to see his will done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's first seek the Lord to understand what we have been and are currently dealing with so we can learn his strategies to restore the church and the nations of the world. Since early 2020, God has been exposing all manner of evil for two reasons. First, to bring judgment upon the righteous, which is a judgment of correction, to reestablish the church to fulfill her rightful position. And second, to bring condemning judgment upon the wicked, who have been advancing all manner of evil and corruption against the church, against God and his people. I have discerned and I've shared before that I believe God has been unfolding a three-year plan. 2020 was the first year God began exposing evil. 2021 was the year of identifying people and revealing their allegiance to either God or Satan. Now this year of 2022, God is administering his judgment upon both the righteous and the wicked. God has given all people a chance to see good and evil and to choose for themselves which they want to be aligned with. Now, as God administers his judgment, he is also recommissioning his church to take her rightful place and be the influence to restrain and subdue evil on all the seven mountains of society, religion, government, education, business-slash-finance, family, arts-slash-entertainment, and media. 
Because God has assigned me the task of this weekly podcast, I seek the Lord all the time. I love how much I'm personally challenged and learn in the process and that I get to share with you what I learn. Many times I get a sense from the Lord, a new insight or a deeper wisdom, and then God allows me to hear from well-known and trusted prophets who prophesied the very same considerations I had. And that's really exciting. In a pre-recorded interview, first posted June 22nd, Alex Newman was my guest, and we talked about the importance of Christians getting involved in every aspect of our culture. Alex is personally running for political office in Florida, as are other Christians all around the country. God has been awakening the church, so more and more of us would get involved and take our respective places in his plan in every part of society. Then, on Saturday, June 25th, Amanda Grace uploaded a video to share a prophetic dream she had, which was entirely consistent with the direction God had already inspired me for my podcast today for you. My focus for the next few weeks will be to explain the spiritual realities influencing our present natural experiences and call every Christian to take their rightful place in God's plan. God has very specific plans for the days we are living, which the enemy of God has attempted to overturn. God is calling all of us who belong to him to realize the truth of our reality and to apply the authority and power Christ has given us to accomplish God's will, which is to overturn the works of darkness. We've very recently seen evidence of overturning the works of darkness with the ruling in the Dobbs case specific to Roe v. Wade. The 1973 ruling in favor of abortion is no longer recognized as a federal constitutional right. This is a step in the right direction, and we now must work with God to see our respective states adopt laws that uphold righteousness and the value of human life. Nothing inspires people like success. So I pray we recognize the Supreme Court ruling as encouragement for us to continue to press in for righteousness. The Supreme Court and the Church both stand for truth and justice and are needed to speak up today more than ever. Now, let me share what Amanda Grace said that is consistent with what the Lord has been sharing with me. I encourage you to watch the entire video. The link is in the show notes. But from the dream the Lord gave Amanda, she explained, the enemy has been attempting a prefabrication of events with the intent of accelerating God's timeline. This is exactly what the Lord showed me months ago. This is why so much we've experienced has looked like what the Apostle John wrote about concerning the end times in the book of Revelation. The pandemics of COVID-19 and monkeypox and more that's yet to be released. Tyrannical rulership by men not unlike the rulership of the beast. And the efforts to impose death, war, and famine. However, Satan's efforts to accelerate God's timeline are not going to succeed. Instead, God is allowing this to wake his people up. The church is the only entity on earth that has the authority, power, and the mandate from Jesus to restrain evil and make God's will done on earth as it is in heaven. Amanda Grace reminds us how God's people were faced with similar opportunities in the days of Queen Esther when Haman wanted to annihilate the Jews. In response, Queen Esther called for a fast which all the people entered, and then they were positioned and equipped to physically fight the men who came to kill them, who were influenced by the spirit of Satan. This means the people were first prepared spiritually by way of the corporate fast, then practically by being armed and personally engaged in the battle. 
It is essential, we understand, God's people have never won spiritual battles by merely praying from inside the four walls of the church. Praying is a good start, but then we need to go out into the battlefield in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me loosely summarize aspects of Amanda's dream. She explained there were people on horses positioned before a drawbridge in front of a fortified castle. They looked feeble and weak because they do not have the Lord, and they called forth those inside the gates of the castle to come out and help them. She explained the group outside the castle represents people of the European Union nations, with many ordinary people seen as recruits for the plans for a one-world government. Among these godless leaders, there are different leaders, ranks, and divisions. Inside the gate of the castle were beings on the black horses representing the spirit of the Antichrist, war, and famine. They work through sorcery, conjuring, witchcraft, and the occult to deceive the people of the nations Satan is after. Those influenced by paganism, occult, and Luciferians are advising and controlling government world leaders. The godless people outside the gate summoned the spirit of the Antichrist and the lawless to help them and even sought to give the dark powers control. What these people didn't realize is that Satan is actually using them as minions. She explained, the cloaked leader who was holding a staff riding on a very large black horse represents the Luciferian spirit of Antichrist, especially within the European Union, which is extending itself and letting these minions in to do evil in other countries. The powers of darkness are drawing people from other countries because of what is transpiring in the United States of America. And by this, I think Amanda means the spirit of the Antichrist needs help from minions of other nations because of the resistance that's rising up in America. In the dream, when the gate was opened, the spirit of Antichrist with the army on black horses came running out with force to take dominion of the leaders of the nations they were after. Amanda expressed, the European Union will be heavily used through and by the New World Order to attempt to weaken the followers of Christ, to weaken the power of God on earth. In the dream, she explains, believers weren't even in the picture because we have to mount up. We have to have a voice. We have to press in further. We have to stand for righteousness. We have to end this because they are going to try to speed things up and bring that spirit through and establish his evil rule before God's appointed time. They are opening the gates to let that evil army in before the man of sin, before the man of perdition is revealed. They are literally trying to switch the order of events recorded in the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is clear. The man of sin must first rule three and a half years in a charismatic way that all the world sees him as a much-needed ruler. However, what we're experiencing today, as Amanda's dream revealed, is the enemy's attempt to circumvent the first three and a half years of the tribulation to get right to the second three and a half years. This effort of the enemy to accelerate God's timeline is something God revealed to me and I have shared many times in previous podcasts. So this is so encouraging to have what I've heard confirmed. Amanda asks, right now, what must the church do? The church needs to rise up and take authority over these people, bind these spirits to dry places, pray that the Lord deals with the spiritual wickedness in high places, asking him to send his warring angels to restrain them until the appointed time. We need to faithfully use our authority in Christ as a triumphant church, not as a tired, worn-out, weak church. 
If the church wants to back down, do nothing, and complain, then we have no one to blame but ourselves. If the church rises up in faith, mounts up in opposition, and actually resists the enemy, as it is written in the word, the enemy will flee from us. Amanda stated, People on the left and imposters on the right are promoting an agenda of death, war, and famine, and we should be voting in the righteous. The righteous should be running for office, and we in faith need to support them and vote for them and get them in office. We need to pray for God to raise them up, and we need to do our part to get them into office. God's hand is upon this nation, and he needs people working in agreement right now. He is judging from his courts. His hand is on this nation. He will need people working in agreement. Then Amanda spoke these words, Do not let the agenda of the kingdom of darkness and this spirit get ahead and fabricate events prematurely before their time. The spirit of lawlessness is at work. However, we as the church have been given authority and many have taken authority and put it away in a box and locked it up for sermons that do no good on how to navigate these events happening in our nation and in the world. We need the true shepherds to rise up and do what shepherds do, to lead and navigate their flock. Instead of protecting the sheep and arming them, many shepherds are not only disarming them, leaving them weak and without armor or tools, but purposefully confusing them because they took bribes, because they took the bait and they preached the words of the Bible while the serpent is simultaneously influencing what's coming out of their mouth. All of what Amanda has shared is valuable for us to discern our present times. Additionally, I learned more specific to the current actual events concerning the European Union. This podcast is all about discerning current events from a biblical and prophetic worldview, so check this out. Last week, in an effort to consider the potential plans of the enemy, I talked about China's designs to overtake America to become the dominant world power. I also saw the prospect of Russia planning on overtaking China to become the world's superpower. Since recording that podcast, however, I have more to go on. Now, before I continue, I want you to keep in mind God wants us to know the plans of the enemy so we can strategize and use the power and the authority of Christ to thwart the enemy's plans. When we learn the enemy's plans, the last thing we should do is cower in fear. No, God wants us to deal with it according to our role in his plan. So, recently, while we were fixated on the Roe v. Wade ruling, the G7 was busy. The G7 is an intergovernmental political forum consisting of Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the United Kingdom, and the United States. The European Union is a non-enumerated member, which is curious to say the least. The G7 made a final move banning Russian gold transactions that will ensure a Russian debt default, forcing about 90% of the world to choose Russia or the United States. Reports are, to date, most are choosing Russia, including almost all of Africa, India, and interestingly, China. Over 40% of the world's population live in India and China, and both back Russia. Add the rest of Asia, except Japan, all of the Middle East, except Israel, all of Africa, South America, and Mexico, and it's really just America and a handful of globalist leaders against the entire planet. 
I find it very interesting, despite Biden's administration working with media to paint Putin as a really bad black hat, most of the world is siding with Russia over this ban issue. What does this mean? Well, it could mean that more and more people around the globe are waking up to the truth about the lies and deception coming from the Biden administration and their bought and paid for media. It seems to also mean the plans of Gates, Schwab, and Harari are not working. And for that reason, we should expect even more desperate efforts from them to accomplish their agenda 2025. I talked about the World Economic Forum's ever-adjusting agenda with my podcast called Manipulated Monkeypox, The Next Plandemic, Part 2, which, if you haven't heard it, you'll want to. Yes, what we've been through, especially since early 2020, has been exceedingly difficult. But look how our resolute faith, spiritual tenacity, and resistance to the devil has paid off. We are stronger than ever and more determined than ever to see the truth upheld, for righteousness to prevail, and for our King Jesus to be glorified. The enemy wants us to focus on all that's bleak and dark and frightening. They want us to be at odds with one another, and they work to keep conflict among us stirred up. In fact, evil people pay people to riot and loot and even to conduct mass shootings. They don't want us to know that if we were united, there's no way they could accomplish their evil plans. The fact that Roe v. Wade was recently overturned as a federal constitutional right is huge, and it lifts from our nation the curses we brought on ourselves with Roe v. Wade in the first place. The fact that the Supreme Court ruled against New York's gun concealed and carry is another win for us. And the fact the Supreme Court ruled in favor of a public school coach's right to pray in public is also good. And there's more. The Supreme Court has ruled for New York to allow non-citizens to vote is unconstitutional. And Supreme Court Judge Clarence Thomas wants to make it easier for people to sue media for libel. This is huge, considering the media's lies and censorship. And just today, the day I'm recording this podcast, news broke that the Supreme Court is allowing Louisiana to use the GOP-drawn congressional map. Proverbs 16.9 reads, The heart of man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. Let's take heart. The same sovereignty God has over mankind, he has over the devil and his minions. Okay, so given all I've shared today, what is the Lord saying to you about your place in his plan? Are you to run for local office? Are you to volunteer for those who are running for office? What about financially supporting righteous men and women who are stepping up and serving in leadership? Certainly, volunteering at your local school or library would be helpful to protect our children. I have several helpful links in the show notes to give you some initial help as you step into what God's calling you to do. In fact, Intercessors for America has outlined a plan for Christians to learn specifically how we can change our culture by getting involved. This week's podcast is intended to convince us of the schemes of the enemy and the plans of evil people to replace truth with lies, to remove our God-given freedoms, to destroy the church and demolish the republic replacing it with their tyrannical one-world government where they are the elite and government is God. Today's podcast is also intended to make clear the importance of the church and the courts to ferociously rise up. We can no longer put up. We can no longer shut up. This is the time to stand up, 
to show up, to speak up, if we want truth, justice, and righteousness to prevail. Next week, I want to explore more of what we must do, but not in our own strength and not in our own ability. We need to apply Christ's power and authority to successfully overcome spiritual attacks and spiritual warfare in whatever role we have in life. Sadly, the church has not been properly taught how to appropriate all the power and authority we have in Christ. So I'm going to be hitting this topic hard because these are very urgent times. I have excellent guests lined up and powerful words of prophecy to encourage and embolden you. If you want to have greater control over the enemy's efforts to sabotage you and your loved ones, your schools, your cities, counties, states, and nation, you won't want to miss next week's podcast and the following weeks in this series. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacted you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you received through me. My email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. To receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page beyond the podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. On that page, I also ask you to help me know more about what you want by completing the form visible once you scroll down the page. In order for me to continue to bring you truth the mainstream media is not bringing, and also bringing you truth from a biblical worldview, I need my listeners to help financially support this ministry. When you purchase my own books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for us all. Shop for yourself or shop to get gifts for friends and family. Your support is greatly appreciated. And when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, and receive a 20% discount at checkout. In determining which affiliate sponsors I want to bring you, I've thought about what we all share in common, especially in these days worldwide. And most certainly, we find our health and our finances at risk, so we must be proactive about both. This is why I'm pleased to bring you Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack Supplements. They contain zinc, quercetin, and vitamins C and D, which are formulated in just the right amount to help you boost your immune system. Your immune system can be weakened by over 300 different primary immunodeficiency disorders, poor diet, lack of sleep, and adverse reactions to vaccines. I'm personally taking this supplement, and I can tell you I've been around many people who've had COVID, and I've not gotten sick. Use the link in my show notes to get 15% off or go to his website and use the promo code FTLB to receive a 5% discount code. You can also support my ministry directly. Donations are accepted, but they're not tax deductible. So to thank you for your financial support, anyone who sends a donation of $25 or more will receive your choice of one of my books personalized and autographed for you or receive five of the Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. Please visit my web store to learn all about the products and services available through my ministry work. On the checkout page, you'll find a button to click to make a donation. If you like the content and resource materials I bring you with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. I'm very active on social media where I post much more about current events than I can discuss with this weekly podcast. You'll find the links to my social media accounts in the show notes. 
And with my account on LinkedIn being completely suspended at this time, it's really important that we follow each other on more than one platform. So follow me and know I'll follow you back. All my links are in the show notes. I hope you'll take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed in the show notes and my website, which is faithtoliveby.com. From there, you can also subscribe to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. And subscribing will make you a preferred customer where you'll receive special announcements and offers not available to others. And also by subscribing, should anything happen to my other social media platforms, I'll have a way to contact you. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel, and it also helps people know how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him. 